Thank you, Tim. Good to be with you and your audience this morning. Yeah, um, at, at least some insight uh, as to what might be coming down the pike. Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan yesterday laying out uh, part of his agenda. And, of course, uh, Ed, as the head of the Senate, would have something to say about the things you address. What caught your ear in listening to him? I'm looking at things like money for fighting crime in Georgia. Yeah, you're going to see a good bit of focus this year, Tim, on, on people trying to get this crime problem under control. It's really... Uh, just raging now, particularly in the metro areas, but in Athens as well. You know, we have a a problem with this aggressive criminal behavior. Uh, the lieutenant governor has a great idea. He calls it the Less Act: Law Enforcement uh, Strategic Support, Less Crime. Uh, it's a, just a tax credit program to let people donate uh, with tax donated you know, the deductible funds to increase officer salaries, to hire more law enforcement personnel, to expand training uh, for police officers, to purchase equipment for um, police departments and sort of work up these um, collaboration between mental health professionals and law enforcement professionals. So I I think it's a great idea to, to devote the resources that we need to combating crime, particularly uh, in areas where the local governments won't do it, you know, that are defunding police or whatever. This allows state money to supplement and to help uh, bulk up our law enforcement, train them, and help teach them to collaborate with mental health uh, professionals to try to get at this crime problem in our society. So yeah. I, I think you'll see a lot of focus on that this session. You know, I don't know. I, 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 obviously, the session hasn't even started yet. I don't know how much time you've had to really look at this proposal. Are, are there other states that do similar things, or do you know yet? We are not aware of other states doing uh, tax credits or tax deductions for uh, direct contributions into those law enforcement uh, fun- functions. Uh, I'm not aware of it. I think it's a very creative sort of uh, cutting-edge policy proposal, and I'm excited about it and seeing us flesh that out. You know, they always say the devil's in the details. Mm. I'm I'm sure that we will uh, tweak that quite a bit and work through it to make it a model that works. It's modeled on the Rural Health uh, Tax Credit Act, where we had a few years ago to allow people to make donations to go directly to the rural health providers, these rural hospitals that were closing down. Um, so we know the the model works as far as a, the tax structure encouraging people to donate. Um, now, how you how you define everything will be the uh, the trick here. But you know the the purpose is very clear cut to to hire new police officers to increase the pay of the one we had to help retain them in this difficult field to train them adequately and to also coordinate as best we can law enforcement functions with mental health. Uh, professionals because so many of these problems with criminal behavior you know comes from mentally ill people sure state senator bill cowsert with us here speaking of taxes this one's being kicked around this notion again of eliminating the state income tax if i'm if i'm hearing speaker ralston sounds like he's maybe less than sold on the idea in the house where if anywhere is this in the senate well, we have a very interesting proposal I think you'll see from the Senate that reduces the income tax from its current five and three quarter percent down to four uh, percent. There's also some people proposing to eliminate it altogether. Um, that's probably a little too large of a hill to, to conquer in one year, but the gradual reduction of income taxes, I think, is a very sound public policy. Let people decide what to do with their money instead of 
government deciding to do with it. We're in pretty good economic times right now, Tim. There's a there's a, a surplus in our budget, so we're bringing in more tax dollars than we need to spend to provide our basic government services. Uh, so what do you do with the extra money? Do you find more spending programs, or do you find a way to return it to your taxpayers because you're taxing them more than you need to be? I'm in that school. Mm. I don't think you take money away from the public, let them spend their money. That'll generate economic expansion and development job opportunities uh, through the capitalistic system rather than uh, centrally government-mandated spending programs. So I'm in favor of reducing that income tax. Uh, I don't think it's really feasible to reduce it to zero, certainly not in one year. But we have room to move that down, and I hope we'll do it. State Senator Bill Cousett with us again, the new legislative session starting Monday. Uh, the governor, a couple of days ago, his notion of eliminating so-called constitutional carry or, or adhering to constitutional carry and, and eliminating the need for some gun permitting in Georgia. Where's the Senate's appetite for that? I think it's going to be pretty strong, Tim. You know, I, I was listening to your program yesterday and was interested uh, to learn that there are 20 states that have already gone this way. And, you know, what, what you're referencing in constitutional carry is the Second Amendment, which gives everybody the right to keep and bear arms to defend themselves. We already have that right, and we can have reasonable restrictions on that by the government. In Georgia right now, that's a, a pistol. A, we used to call it pistol-toting losses license, mm-hmm. but it's a concealed weapons permit or a carry permit. We require our citizens to go get a permit from the government to allow them to exercise their constitutional right to keep and bear arms. And we're able to do that. We don't want convicted felons walking around with firearms, and that's one of the screening processes was to require a permit. But we already have criminal laws that prohibit a convicted felon from carrying a firearm or even possessing one in their home. So there are laws in place, and I think it's just you know how much government burden do we want to put on people to exercise those rights. I'm sure we'll sort that out, and, and I think there are probably a lot of folks uh, that will be very supportive of that, especially once again with this rampant crime sure. right now. It, uh, you know, you heard the governor speaking about people, particularly in you know the urban areas, um, being worried about pumping gas at a gas station. Yeah. You know, somebody's going to hijack your car or rob mm-hmm. you, and you, men are going and and putting gas in their their teenage children's cars and in their wife's cars because they're afraid for them to do such a simple task as go grocery shopping or put gas in your car or go to Lenox Square. And if you have the right to defend yourself, it makes you a lot safer, especially when law enforcement is stretched so thin or uh, local governments don't seem as insistent on protecting their citizens so very quickly there's a lot of merit very quickly about a minute left a little more than a minute left uh senator bill Kalsert. uh anthons clark county commissioners we just spoke with one of them commissioner tim benson others not happy with the legislative rewrite of anthons clark county commission mm-hmm. district lines quickly what do you say to them about this well, i think it's interesting uh really no commissioners approached me at any time about their redistricting plan. And that's that's a function of state government uh, to do that redistricting. We have had a, a, a rule of thumb sort of that if our local governments can unanimously reach agreement on, on local legislation or uh, including redistricting maps, then we tend to, to support that. If they don't, then, then the state legislature comes up with a plan. Uh, we have a map that is... Uh, I don't. I, I know that three of the commissioners already called me and gave me a high five out of boy that they love the 
the plan. Uh, it sounds like you got one or two that are also unhappy with it, but they're very compact districts. They're uh, the same size. I mean, there's less than than one percent deviation in, in population variances between these districts. I mean, I think the maximum variation is like 150 voters. Um, out of a 12,800-something-person district, which is minuscule. So that, that's the one-man-one-vote rule. This map also creates four majority-minority districts to allow minorities an opportunity to have representation on the city council, uh, the county commission. I still reference mm. it sometimes mm-hmm. in the old-school language. And uh, it also gives great geographic diversity to the, the, the commission. The, the current map is very uh, downtown, five points Centric and it allows uh, those areas to have more representation than their you know, geographic representation in the county. Mm-hmm. This map lets all different areas and neighborhoods have representation, including the rural areas of the county. The mm-hmm. east side gets fair representation. Five Point still has a seat, and the west side. I think it's you look at the map and look at the lines. They're pretty compact districts that mm-hmm. fairly represent communities of interest. Got to leave and it there. Got to leave it there, Athens State Senator Bill Cousard, up against the bottom of the hour. Uh, thanks so much for your time this morning. Best of luck when the session starts Monday. Thank you, Tim. Always a pleasure to be with you.